Welcome to the 4Light Podcast. Uh, we're a weekly podcast about gaming, gaming news, and all things entertainment related. Uh, I'm your host for this evening, Layton, along with my co-hosts. I'm Aiden. I'm David. And I'm Ethan. And so, yeah, let's get started. We are uh, back day one off of PAX East, where we went, um, all four of us together, and stayed for two nights, and we went for a Friday and Saturday venture. Um, oh, yeah. Not a four-day, because we're broke college kids. But <laughs> uh, like we had a lot like of fun $200. and saw a lot of stuff. It was really interesting. So um, oh for those God, who don't know, PAX East is a uh, like gaming and nerdy convention that is held both on... In Boston on the East Coast, and then there's PAX West on the West Coast. I don't. There are in few, Seattle. There are a few other PAX yeah, there's there's South as well. PAX South. I think there are like four PAXs in total. Um, yeah, I, huge I doubt gaming convention. I remember. Isn't this the biggest one? I swear it is because that's the only one I've ever heard it's of. It's this in West. They said PAX, PAX West, West is the second. PAX West place. is obviously going to be bigger place. because it's in like L.A. or San Francisco. No, it's in no, Washington. No, it's not. It's in Washington. It's in Washington? It's in yeah. Seattle. Who the Seattle. hell would want to put it in Washington? Okay, well, Seattle's a wonderful city. And also Seattle's awesome. That's, Seattle's that's fair. I forgot about Seattle for a second. And I'm like, why would you ever put it in Washington? <laughs> because it's awesome, dude. Because Seattle's a great but, <laughs> but I, I think it's interesting because I've only ever heard of PAX East, and that's through Jacksepticeye and Markiplier. I wonder why they chose East and not West. West. Well, because okay, Jack so. lives in London, and Mark normally goes home to, to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So I it's guess closer to East. So. I guess it makes sense, but like that's not that much closer. Well, it's also, I mean, if he's going to be flying either way, a lot of people travel. Is. It's different. Like PAX East and PAX West aren't held at the same time. I mean, why would they do that? Because they break up their. Like, well, what flow. I'm saying is, I only ever heard of PAX East. Oh, okay, I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, they used to because of COVID. Like a lot of stuff was held back, which we'll probably talk about. But favorite part of PAX, David, go. <laughs> okay, my favorite part of PAX overall was definitely meeting the Shovel Knight dev. I'm yeah, not that, was, that, that was that was so sick. cool. Because uh, we've talked about it on the podcast before that we have. Like I was trying Shovel Knight, I wasn't as impressed at first, and then. Slowly, the obsession grew. Um, <laughs> if you guys remember, I was like, ah, the game seems interesting. Like, I'm going to give it a shot. And I played it. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I like the mechanics. I think it plays really well. And then, and then I came back game. from break and I go, oh, my God. Kind of devolved. The Elden Ring. kind of devolved from there, you know. Uh, like, legitimately, though, it is a fantastic game. Extremely fun. And I highly recommend you guys play it. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I ended up meeting the dev, and I actually didn't realize how small of a game it was. Like, it seems like a pretty small game. It is. Like, it's pretty. It is quite but small. But I didn't realize the dev only had like four thousand followers on Instagram. Like, wow, that small! I did not realize it was. I that didn't realize good. it was. I've heard. That sh- I've heard Shovel Knight all over the place. I've yeah, heard it all anything. over the place too. Right. So I feel like, like, it's Shovel Knight. Though is a more recent game, isn't it? Not no, really. No, it's, it's an older game. Like, what is it? Twenty fourteen. It's, it's an older game. I mean, 2014, though, is still kind of... Well, I mean, like, Hollow Knight, like, Team Cherry, they have, like, 50,000 followers. How old is Hollow Knight? 2018. No, 2019, even. Yeah. It was 2019. Um, Actually, 2016 gang right here. I don't know why I liken Shovel Knight to, like, the older... I mean, just because of the style of it. Well, yeah, it's definitely... It's it's a pixelated older style, but, like, it definitely has the feel of a more modern game. It is meticulously like Drafted. played played out and like, yeah. like so that was I always thought it was more oh popular. my gosh I just 
That blew my mind, meeting the dev. Because <laughs> I literally shook his hand because I was kind of in awe. I'm like, dang, man. I just... I have been playing your game. I'm obsessed with your game. Like, legitimately, I started playing it six months ago. He actually asked me. He was like, when did you first play your game? I'm like, six months ago. And he's like, ah, oh, cool. I think he wanted me to say, like, I've Forever been a fan for, like, yeah. eight years. But, like, truthfully, I played it six months ago, and it was, like, really impressed. Okay, yeah. And plus, like... I'm going to keep it real. The completionist on YouTube touts it as his favorite game, even though he's played like 2,000 games plus. And yeah. I'm like, well, damn, if it's his favorite game there out of good. those people, it must be really good. And it is a really good game. I'd still say Hollow Knight's my favorite of the yeah. two, though. I, I know you were you were talking to me while we were there at the convention. Like, you, right after you had met him, you came to me and said, Yeah, I went to the booth and I was. Uh, I was like really interested in the game and I was really considering like getting something and then I was like eh whatever and then I met the dev <laughs> and then man purchased a Shovel Knight plushie. No, that was one of the things. Yeah. I didn't purchase the Shovel Knight plushie at first and then I met the dev and I went <laughs> Why you know what to commemorate this I'm going to buy yeah. the plush. Also this thing is so sick. This is how he looks in the game. He has a shovel on the back until he's attacking and it gets into his hand, which is sick as hell. Yeah, the thing's got a magnet on it. Like, it's got a magnet in it, and the dude can hold the thing. I'm not usually a big plush... Actually, no, no, no. I am a plush guy, but, yeah. like... But I don't usually get, like, gamer paraphernalia when plushies. <laughs> so, like... Magnet too, I just realized. So, it's really, really sick, and... Aiden and I both kind of splurged a little bit on these plushies here, but oh yeah. Oh my god, this thing like twenty six bucks, but totally worth it. My he favorite sent thing... me a picture of it in the catalog, and it was just and just no context, just a picture of the plush, <laughs> and I was just like, he's standing where? next to me and goes, where? David just sent me a Nico plushie. I gotta go. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. So, you know, but yeah, of yeah. everything we saw. My favorite thing was Hollow the Hollow Knight dev. Because Not that's something. Not Hollow Knight, Shovel Knight dev. I, sorry, Shovel Knight dev. Like, legitimately, that so blew true. me away. I'm extremely, extremely happy about that. So, Aiden, <laughs> what was your favorite? Although I can kind of already maybe guess it, potentially. Guess it. Nico plushie. <laughs> to be honest, I really do love the Nico plushie. But. Oh, I think I know what your honestly, favorite is. I don't have a favorite part. I just kind of enjoyed it all the way through. Bullshit. I don't know. You must well, have well, liked... The Living Tombstone. Mm. You're kidding. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Okay. So, he, for, for context, the they four of us... shall not be named kind of brought that down a little bit. The three of us, fucking David, Ethan, and I, were like kind of like on the fence about going to the Living Tombstone concert that was being held on Friday yeah, at like it was 8, free 9.30. Too, it was a free really, concert. It's, it's awesome. Like, yeah, that's it was. Cool. And I was I was genuinely interested, but I didn't want to like like come back from PAX, drop all our stuff off, buy another Uber. But I was down to do it because I know you really wanted to, Aiden. And, you and, know, I wanted to kind of support my friend, too. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly how I felt. That was the biggest thing. And um, we went, and it was interesting. Uh, the, to say the least. The they who shall not be named, and then um, the Living Tombstone had uh, a couple of good songs. In I there. think the Living Tombstone was one of those things where it's like I remember I have a a strict memory of working with Aiden because our first job uh, was together. Like we we applied to the same place, um, and I remember him. We shared like an earbud oh my God, or something, yeah. and he played My Ordinary Life, and that's it's like it's just a simple thing, but I remember just like 
like, I'm, like, stalking vegetables, and I look over, and he's just, like, doing this while my ordinary life is playing, and it's, like, the fact that that song, like, at that, that moment, That is where I, I like, showed it to you! Oh, my yeah, God! I forgot about that! It was that moment of being, like, thinking about that <laughs> artist and being, like, holy crap, like, this is so cool, like, this is a great song, yeah. blah, 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 and then Friday night, we're listening to them play it live, like, that was... It's so. Cool. I will admit, it was really sick to see no, like them up there on con- on I the stage. I fully agree. If it, it wasn't like an hour and fifteen minutes of like the group before them, and then the Living Tombstone, which went on oh, for yeah. another hour, and it was also, a the grind music was group. a little too loud, a little oh, unbalanced, was... incorrectly. Yeah, the sound system like, was a little. Eh, it but... was a little messy, and it kind of just. I and you know sometimes I get like overwhelmed with sensory stuff like and that. And we're sound and, knobs. And yeah, I'm no. Also, all four of us are kind of like music band nerds. Yeah, and we're also kind of like band nerds. So like, it was a little imbalanced. It was a little bit like it, it could have been better. But like after the three hours, I was just brain dead. Yeah. The living, the living tombstone wasn't bad because it was electronic. And you no, like obviously fair. you could turn the volume down a little bit. It was it was loud. I think there was only was two loud. songs that had that piercing thing. Oh my and god! It was just the group before that had one of the instruments. Just like it was just the way that instrument. It was is. a yeah. destructive instrument. Yeah, no yeah. gain gain all the way up. <laughs> yeah, no good lord. But um, also like there were multiple times when I was just I generally when I go to concerts and things like that I bring these headphones. And, sorry, not headphones like these canceling earbuds, um, which I love so much, and I totally forgot them. And yeah. this is the thing, like I do have sensory issues with extremely loud sounds, um, and that was one of those things where it, it like yeah, <laughs> Ethan looks over could, and he's like. What are you doing? It was like, yeah, because I was just like, the way I was positioned was this way, and then I would turn left, and it was like a kind of like a roll the dice. David would be doing this because the instrument would be playing some loud ass. Plus, the area that we were sitting, it was all on one ear. Like, yeah, it was really pounding. Like, it was very, very hard for me to not be like, okay, like I I was often, (laughs) I was often turning to the right a little bit so that it could be straight on mm-hmm. and like not because when it's it's straight on it's a little better but once you turn to like straight and it's on one ear it's just i ah. will say though it did get a little bit better when i put, put the, the hood up, put yeah, the hood up. up yeah i saw you like put it up and yeah i went like this I'm like what the hell is he doing i went like that. this and kind of cuddled up like this to myself and aiden after i did this for like 10 minutes he just looks over me and says david I swear I haven't seen you move. Are you okay? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like, dude, are you good? It was, so, it was like, ten, like I mean, we stay up like late, too. Yeah, like, the did. first night we played Magic, and then we watched uh, Princess Mononoke. Uh, I stayed up that for was watching great. the whole thing. I mean, I thought it was Me too, like, though. Excellent. Fantastic movie. I've never seen Me neither. Uh, the so entirety good. of a Studio Ghibli movie, and that was... Ghibli. I, I even put it in my head. I'm like, I'm going to say this. It's going to be wrong. And Ethan's going to make fun of me. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. But, um, yeah. Anyway, so if that wasn't your favorite part, what was your favorite part? So, like, just general? Uh, honestly, just in general. I had a yeah. good time all throughout. Like, seeing, I mean, the, seeing yeah. all the cosplays and, like, getting the plush and getting, like, all the magic stuff that we did. Yeah. Buying Broodvok. Like that was oh, a good, that was yeah. a huge part for me because I'm like oh my god I now have like the greatest thing yeah it's part of his magic deck that he's making which oh, is yeah. like what thirty bucks thirty five bucks it was a thirty five dollar card yeah that I sold crazy. some cards for goodness gracious so um, I know let's go ahead and go on to you Ethan what was your favorite part I'll say mine last uh, I would say honestly same thing as Lane or not Lane Aiden 
uh, is that it was just all around. Like, I've been out of the group, I've been three times before this. Um, yeah, we were, separate I think years. all three Actually, of us were first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't asked you yet. What did you think in comparison to the other packs? I mean, so we had a friend who came last minute, and he's been to other packs as well. Um, and I would say, like, it depends on the type of gamer you are. Um, this year, for me, was very an eye-opening thing of, like, the past years was before COVID. And so a lot of AAA, like Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony were all there every year, big booths. And so this year... They had Nintendo, but it was, uh, I think, uh, Nintendo versus Arcade. So it was all, it wasn't showing off new games. It was just like play. Yeah, yeah. it was just a yeah, test out Nintendo. Um, and you had like Square Enix, which we, I don't know how we missed. We didn't How know. did I we miss Final Fantasy? How did we miss I'm so that. upset about that because I really do like We Square missed Enix all of Nintendo. Yeah. We never even touched the Nintendo Arcade to even look at that it. Was, that was another thing. The lines were atrocious. Like every, I passed I, that is one and of it was like around the booth like twice. That, so that, that kind of adds as to why like my favorite part of it i know um like yours you're saying generally was your favorite kind of like aiden was and it was all really fun for you that kind of lead that whole like really giant lines thing leads into my favorite part um just one of many reasons why it was my favorite part but going around to the indie game studios Mm -hmm. and the developers and like meeting them like being right there having really short lines because everyone else is going to the giant freaking the freaking giants, right? Yeah. And uh, like having the short lines to play the games and really enjoy myself was my favorite part. Being able to talk to people like the indie game studio developers. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think we can probably yeah, move no, into do, our next do topic. We need to talk about this, this guy right here. So um, <laughs> this guy, it was very important to our PAX experience day two. Okay. Also, <laughs> so as far as. You didn't even open it. You get pins and stuff. Yeah, I know. I did open it. Oh. But anyway. Um, so yeah, indie game studios and developers and going around and meeting them and playing their games like the um yeah, we'll get into it, but um that was my favorite part. So getting into that topic mm. of uh like notable games specifically, I think we can probably start at what Aiden has just referenced. Uh <laughs> Gunrunner. <laughs> oh my god. I did not expect okay. To elaborate, we it's funny because we had gone over this. There's um, Crit Rate, I think, was there. There's this new um, yeah. review company that are starting like this new way of doing things where they'll sort people based on their personality into what kind of gamer there are, and then those gamers go off and review for each of their house. And you know what was really interesting was you two were the same house. Yes. We were both um, Bravadiers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Aiden and I were both distinct from everyone else mm-hmm. in our group, which yeah. is interesting i mean mine was built on exploration and honestly slow-paced gameplay mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah i love this game <laughs> i love this game it's a book Disco. your favorite fits, game is a damn li- book like, it, it's true. it is funny because it fits every single one fit pretty much perfectly and not Which like the, how I mean, like a typical quiz online would be. like legitimately yeah. it was like you like this type of game check out this game and when you guys did you were like damn this game's fun to be honest all of the games that were listed as like you'd like this game i didn't really seem interested in well did maybe you check out most of them like, I, I saw it? a couple of them and i, I was just like eh. i feel it's difficult for you to tell too because yours was all about wanting to play with friends yeah and multiplayer it's sociability oh, yeah. yeah that that's difficult because i mean you're not how many different kinds of games playing. can you play you can play stardew valley multiplayer and you can play destiny multiplayer yeah no there's a little bit a little bit of <laughs> I mean, a ambiguity there yeah so but well, yeah, it was i mean stardew valley multiplayer is pretty on the nose so. stardew valley is sick <laughs> but um I, for the two of us it's 
it was funny because we both got uh, Bravadiers, which are the the kind of competitive multiplayer mm-hmm. gamers. And, think um, think like Call of Duty or Elden Ring as like big name examples. Yeah, for, even like, even what people in this house would play. Even and then Sekiro. Like even mm-hmm. there, <laughs> we know we're like different. Like even there, we kind of compared ourselves after the event, and we were like talking about how even there we're still kind of differing, but we're like we're in the same category, right. but still kind of different. I I had uh, we all went through and just kind of described, and I I made the point of like um, Layton plays games to better himself. Yeah, and he plays that challenge to better himself, and not necessarily because there's something at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, I play like, it get because a certain I time. want the rainbow. Oh I want God. the gold. That's <laughs> yeah, all no, no, no. I care about. And like, yeah, um, you need the reward. I forcibly put myself into these games, damn, not necessarily because I'll game. enjoy it. Yeah. So, um, like, for example, you would shoot for a time that was. 1498 or something like yeah. that. Okay, yeah. so no, let's explain this. For yeah. We'll go ahead and get into the indie game studio. Oh, I mean, so yeah, crit rate, we got Sword in the Houses, and um, it's just funny because I don't normally speedrun things. I'm not a speedrunner. I think the only other example I have for a time where I legitimately tried speedrunning something was Katana Zero because it just worked that way in my brain. It was quick, fast-paced, and that's kind of that's game I love to play. Um, not necessarily single player, but like single player is fun too. And um, in this instance, we went over to a booth um, that had Gunrunner up, and it's a new uh, platformer uh, developed by uh, I forget uh, Pixel Cast Games is it's developed by one guy. It is his name's Alex. He's a really nice dude, and we like met him and talked to him and some of his friends that were there helping him uh, set up his booth and stuff. And um, yeah, so Pixel Cast Games and uh, we checked it out, and I ended up staying there for like an hour. Dude, I, I, I stayed there. It was okay. so bad. I started speedrunning. I, I was watching other people well, like play the game. Explain the challenge too. Okay, so the challenge was um, it, there was this one level, the climb. It's like the last level of the game that they currently have. Second last. Uh, sec- second. Second. There's second a boss after. There's the boss. Remember. Like, right after that? Oh, the boss is after that. Okay, well, I beat the boss as well. But, so, it was the second last level, the climb, and there's a challenge of, you beat it in 15 seconds, you get an enamel pin, pin, which Mm -hmm. was sick, I got that. And then you beat it in under 13 seconds, and you get this whole pack saying, hey, you did this, oh my goodness. You beat, uh, like... You beat this, you get all these many things, which included, like... um, I think it was a pin. A pin, the special box box art. And... uh, There's only, like, like 50 of these. A sticker and another uh, pin I accidentally got, but um, yeah. So when we were playing, I would get I got to what was it like fifteen ish, and then I cut my time underneath fifteen. I got the pin, kept cutting my time, (laughs) kept cutting my time, got under thirteen, kept cutting my time, kept cutting my time. No, he's not even explaining it well. He cut his time under fifteen, got the pin, and we're like, oh, Layton, you did such a good job. Let's go, let's go walk around. And he's like, no. I need to get under 13. <laughs> and it's just, like, just wait, like, just wait. It's under, get under 13. And I was like, oh, like, Aiden, like, check out this. And I picked up the controller, and Aiden was just kind of like, and he was interested after we started playing. And then we were sharing back and forth, and I was like, I just want to finish. And Aiden was like, just let me drive back yeah, and forth. It, it, guys, it gives we you that. walk by, and we were like, hey, guys, could we try the game? It was, the, it was David and I walking by these no. two playing I was gun like, running. We were so, I was, <laughs> and in retrospect, I wasn't close, but, like, and because I hadn't even learned some of the key things, but... The, the the main part of that was I'm looking and I'm thinking and as David walks, I'm like, David's probably going to pick this up three tries, 
try it through, and exactly what he did, he drops it after like a couple tries. He gave it over to me. Okay, I want to explain this. So, I am the type of gamer who, I am a perfectionist when it comes to those types of games. If I'm not getting it perfect, I don't Mm want to do it. And that's the type of game where like, I know I can do it perfect if given three hours. (laughs) So like, and and the thing is, I probably wouldn't even beat the level till it was perfect in my mind. Like, which was exactly what Layton was doing. And well, it wasn't even like it wasn't. uh, It wasn't wasn't a sense of perfection. It was. I got under fifteen. Okay, I want to get under thirteen. I got under thirteen. Okay, now let's get for the high. The high score. Not even that. It was. I got under thirteen. I'm like, I can do better. I got this. There's a couple of parts I can. I could. He beats the daily high score and then proceeds to knock another guy out, even though both of them could have just won the game. He tied with another guy, and the dev said, oh, since you guys both got the high score, we'll just give you both the package. And then he's like, no. And then he goes back and beats his current tie. To be fair, that guy also beat... Now that now that now that you guys are now that you guys are saying that I feel so bad because I didn't even think about that. Like, (laughs) damn, we can make a pack to just get the game. No, I I want I just I kept (laughs) shaving. I wanted the time. Comes back and ended up beating you, which is like he beat me by point one seconds. I was down to eleven eighty five. And he got to 11.75, and then I think he cut it down just a tiny bit more, but that was it. Which he was really cool, and you guys were, like, yeah, fist bumping and, like, talking. It was and, awesome. And I, there was another guy there who was speedrunning who I... Uh, uh, oh, capped. he was the best. Yeah, I grabbed this strategy from him, and yeah. then went at that, and then... It, it was really cool, and I really enjoyed myself, and um, the game was fun. The The guys were fun that I was playing with. The, the dev, dev was, Alex um, was awesome. Yeah, Alex was amazing. Um... All his friends were amazing helping him. And so we had a lot of fun um, doing Gunrunner. But Mm -hmm. um, before that, before we got to Gunrunner, it was David and I. I do really want to quickly say, though, was that your favorite game? Like, was that the highlight of the con for you? (sighs) I think the indie games in general were the highlight. Mm. Because as much as I really enjoyed Gunrunner, there was some other stuff, too, that was Mm. just, I was blown away by and also, if there's anyone from the Gunrunner community in this chat right now, just make sure to give us a hi. Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll, like, say hi back, and we'll be like, what's up? And also, so... <laughs> I don't know. While that might have been the game that Layton was obsessed with. It was time, sick. There was a game that I was like, this is the best one well, that I've seen played okay, here. Okay, I was there, too. I no, was, I was on that too. level as well. I was like, holy crap. So... This was an independent game company that had no funding, no backing behind it while creating it. They did it as a passion project past their day jobs. And what is fantastic is I played the game, and it legitimately feels like a fully fleshed out, incredible game to play. It was called Shot One. And they all had all sorts of different characters that they had created, all different skills. All it, it, Imagine competitive Tron disc throwing um, mixed yeah. with air hockey. It's it like, it's, it's like a two-player... I don't know if you can get more players than two. But that it's would like, actually be sick, though. It's like a, so like, far, it is like, like a one. It's yeah, a one v one. Like think like disc golf, where you throw like a Tron disc and it bounces off the walls, and it's like a small party game. It yeah, Tron. It is ridiculously fun. I think the the different was ultimate the ultimate frisbee aspect yeah. of you stay in, in one place. place because I think if you were able to move, it'd just be oh, this is just throwing like hockey. Yeah, disc. yeah. It wouldn't be that like different than what I'm seeing or like what we've seen before in other games, but 100% was like that aspect of being able to oh, yeah. throw it and it like 
the characters were so cool. Yeah, no, they had like each had unique power ups and that could like alter how you're supposed to play. Like um, the freaking cat mech just summoned a little companion onto the battlefield. Um, It would help you out. It would help you out. And like if it got hit by the frisbee, it just knock it straight to you. Oh, yeah. I've actually legitimately such a fun game to play. That was the first game I saw there that was. I looked at it and went, this is a game I would play on my own. Yeah. yeah. No, that that game blew me away because a team of independent developers, all of them working in their free time to make that game, and it was fully fleshed out. And like, they had it, a small, small merch table next yeah. to it. Um, so we, we bought something small to just, you know, support them. Mm. As broke um, college kids, we did all we could. Kids, but, like, seriously, we just wanted to be like, hey, this game's awesome. What can we do to support it? Yeah, like, no, it was... It was really cool. Like um, the character designs were all very well done. It's better than some Nintendo games being pushed right now. Yeah, yeah no I mean kidding. legitimately. Just yeah. So look, right now, if you were to check out two games, listening to this, check out Shot One yeah. and Gunrunner. Gun I don't. Are they, Gun Gun Runner, not out yet. Shot, Shot One is not, is not out yet. You can, you, you can follow the. It, you can. I don't know if you can yet. You, is it? Do they not even have a store page yet? Nope. I don't know. Dang. But um, I do know that you can follow their development on their TikTok, which is just shot one. And I've been and seeing Instagram. Yeah. and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing their development for months now, and I had no idea they were at PAX until they were like, oh, like David and Leighton were like, oh yeah, no, we saw this really cool game. Come, come try it out. I walk over. I'm like, I've seen this game. <laughs> and also, by the way, TikTok you feed. can absolutely uh, wishlist it right now. It is just it will not be available, and they do not have a release date for it either. Yeah, yeah. So, well, which is totally, still, it's they're totally still fine, adding characters yeah. and still fleshing out certain things. Because when I was playing the game, I could definitely tell it was just a little rough around the edges. Like a little bit of the movement felt a, 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 a tad bit strange. But obviously, it's a passion project. Yeah, it was, and they're working on it in their really, free time. Right. I'm going to give them a little bit of slack. I would say follow updates on like yeah. TikTok yeah. and Instagram. For both they Shot One and for Gunrunner. They post like car- new character releases and updates and whatnot. Um, Actually, we can really probably... Development of the game. I'll probably drop the um, tags uh, when we I should. edit this. Every time we like, talk about YouTube a new one, you, should, like you mm-hmm. should stick up a title and uh, an image for it. Yeah. But um, moving so, on to like another game, uh, uh, the... Th- third game that we saw that we all kind of that was the first one we all like went and did together as like a group and then we kind of split off after that yeah ethan do you want to go ahead and talk about that yeah no um so demio uh another game that we passed by is i'm not it's pretty actually a pretty large team uh it's been out in the vr store for a pretty long time um but it is a VR and uh, computer. Like, it has a bunch of platforms, but they have a pretty large focus on VR. I think and it's, it's, a, uh, I think it's uh, PlayStation VR. Um, they had it on the Oculus Quest. Meta. And then, or the, well, no, that was, the, that was the second one they had it on, was the Meta. Well, the Oculus... Meta is all Oculus stuff, is what I mean. Okay, so they had it on Meta, they had it on PlayStation, and then they had it on just Steam in general. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so you could play it on the PS5 and on uh, PC and then VR. So I think that was, like, one of the uh, the differences. Like, I had heard about um, it from Nick, one of my uh, personal friends, who owns the game on his VR. Um, and it's a D&D style um, VR game where you can see the action as it plays. Uh, yeah. There's no DM, but it is like a, it's just a, you choose a um, campaign almost 
and it runs you through as you try to go through the dungeons, yeah. like help your friends. And you it choose a like, character, choose a campaign, and then you go at it. It was mind blowing. It was it like was fun. The well, amount of I mean, <laughs> David spoiler. didn't get that much. It was but. so sad. Some dude just unplugged the headset, like probably 10, 15 minutes before, yeah. and and the headset just died. Yeah. Right then and there, it just died. I was, I was like two minutes in. I was so hosting the game too. and everything. I was having a fantastic time getting right into it because, like, the whole thing is you are watching over your characters actually play the game. Yeah. Like, and stuff is just happening to you. You have to decide how to respond. You have, yeah. like, certain... You have a certain time frame when you can respond to all sorts of different attacks, stuff like that, and movement and things like that. Have certain limited actions. Really blew me away. Yeah. And I got, like, two minutes of the game. Yeah. Which was really, really sad. But... I did happen to meet two really interesting people in the meantime. The first of which was a a Kim Kitsuragi (laughs) um, cosplayer. And Kim Kitsuragi is a uh, character in Disco Elysium. His favorite game. My favorite game. I don't know if you guys have heard of it before. um, Because I may or may not have mentioned it once or twice or like... (laughs) Every once episode. or twice, <laughs> once or every episode. Hey, hey, editor, editor Ethan, can you um, throw up a Disco Elysium count right now? Just five million. That's that's that is every single waking moment. Um, who, who, what was it? Who is the other person you met? <laughs> so, Jamishio. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> in the meantime, while they are literally just playing the game, having fun, like my head, my headset dies. I go, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go check out this guy. And then I come back, sit down for a second, and see these guys still playing. And then I see the one, the only, the Discord moderator guy off TikTok. And I walk up and take a picture oh with him. Oh, my God. It was so He comes funny, back, dude. and I swear to God, I was like, did you Photoshop that? Because, I don't know, in my brain, I thought he was sitting there the entire time. And, like, no. I knew he, like, kind of got it for a second. But it was, like, the span of, like, him talking to us for legitimately, it was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you guys are having fun. And then, like... 10 seconds later, he comes back with a photo of uh, him in this creator, and we were like, what? <laughs> and he yeah. was just, like, laughing so hard. It was great, though. It was fantastic. I just saw him, and I was like, yeah, I gotta have the opportunity. This yeah. is a funny photo that I can take right now. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know that... So, Demio um, was quite fun. It was, think, like, um, Divinity, Original Sin 2... Uh, but like more da- back to D and D roots. Oh yeah, like grid lines, um, specific movements, but all animated characters. It was sick, and it was also really like cool. uh, some of the animation. I mean, again, this is a. It's been out for like two years almost. Yeah. But um, it's like Aiden. Uh, not Aiden. Layton moves his character out into this hallway that we didn't like explore yet, and. I can't, in my view, he can see the enemies that have now just popped up on his screen in his, like, range. But because I'm so far behind him, I just see an arrow fly through and hit his character. And I'm like, whoa, Leighton, what happened? And he's like, I'm getting attacked. And then, like, four different monsters come over the hill and just start, like, attacking him. And it was, like, this thing of, like, it literally would be in D&D. Like, your character wouldn't be able to see what has just happened other than an arrow fly down the hallway. And it's like, that's so cool. And my dog one of died. Those things, it removes <laughs> his side character. His side dog, character dog like, died from poison dog. while we were staying there. We all it just took screamed, one no. hit. It was it was sad. <laughs> I didn't even know about that. That's yeah. funny as hell. It was fun. It was quite funny. Okay, wait, but one of the coolest things about that is it kind of removes metagaming. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. Because you're not aware of what's going to happen and stuff like that. Like you may 
have some outside knowledge like uh well if it's firing an arrow it might be like i don't know a, an Skeleton. archer or mm-hmm. something like but that. But those are inferences like a normal person would make. Yeah, yeah. Or but like things like if you saw a chest, you might not immediately open it. You might just slash at it or something like that. Right. Like that's Dark Souls instinct. Like, <laughs> it was, oh god, it was so cool, and I've known about it, and I brought my VR backs just yeah. so we can play it. But yeah. I definitely that's another game that we definitely recommend. We, yeah, we. Have oh that. man, but I um, will say really quick though. I was looking through. I just looked at Trinity Fusion on the game page again, and it said similar two games, Hades. <laughs> Aileen, Ooh. you want to talk about Ooh. that? <laughs> okay, so Trinity Fusion was another game we uh, popped up to. Uh, it was like a Metroid-like platformer. I wouldn't say it was similar to Hades at all, <laughs> but um, honestly, no, no, not even close. But it was it was quite fun, and the animations were very smooth, and the it was very like, it was an interesting uh, concept. But and, you want to um, talk about your Hades story? Oh, I'm so disappointed in myself. The same uh, <laughs> vendor that was selling the Nico plush that Aiden bought was selling this Hades desk mat for 25 bucks. Number one, Hades is like, uh, for background context, Hades is the new game that hit us this year while we were like doing podcasts and stuff that like hit me because David was playing it. I was like, holy crap, this game is freaking awesome. Amazing game. <laughs> Outstanding. And they had this desk mat there, and I was really interested in it, and I really kind of wanted to get it. But then I was like, oh, no, I, 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 don't, I don't think I want to spend any more money because I'm about to go get bovas down uh, in North End to, uh, like, go eat some cannolis. And I don't want to spend money here first. And I should have just bought it. Big cannoli guys. Yeah. <laughs> I should have yeah. just bought it. It was, it was so Granted, cool. those cannolis were fucking delicious. Yeah, because they bovas. They amazing. I'm not going to get into that conversation because many people could disagree and say modern cannolis are better. I just, I'm sorry. It's, it's bovas. I mean, it's bovas. Lobster tails at Mike's, cannolis at bovas. But anyway, um, yeah. So another uh, thing that came, like, stood out to us, another uh, notable game, I would say game developer here, uh, was Focus Entertainment. And do you guys want to, like, speak on that a little? Because I'm not I, quite sure. I was probably, like, the, the biggest of the Yeah, Because yeah, I've played. Even. A Plague Tale, which we oh, talked right. about on the podcast. Well, Plague Tale um, was Plague Tale. Sorry, I should yeah. say. I um, also re-downloaded oh it because I didn't finish it. That that booth was amazing. So it was cool. So I cool. told you guys so it was cool. good. I, I will say there was one booth that blew me away more than that one, though. That was, was the Cult the of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no Cult of the Lamb booth was massive. And they did a really good job. Like, it was beautiful. Up. But yeah, but it was yeah. almost bigger than Nintendo's. I think these guys were playing a draft with a couple of our buddies, and I just walked away because I was like, um, I think I was kind of burnt out with magic, and I just wanted to walk away, just get a couple, like a breather or something. Yeah. And I walk up, and this, like, like incredible French lady, um, and I just identify that she's French because she was, like, speaking to me in French at first, and then um, I was like, oh, I know French, and then, like, basically embarrassed myself because she just completely started talking, and I was like, back to English, please. There is no way that I didn't hear about this Bullshit. I'm not even joking. It happened, and I was so more focused on not speaking about it because I wanted to save it for right now. But I, anyways, that's, I'm talking. That's funny as hell. I'm getting embarrassed. Bro, that's almost like the Aiden. Right that's oh almost God. like the Aiden oh recreation God. story. No, 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 no. What? No. The recreation story, the, the the car game, when you thought it was me. Yeah. Oh yes. No. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. 
Okay, I will say though, really quick about about different languages and stuff. Uh, We went to a food truck while there, and we got burritos. They weren't the best. Oh, is this? But yeah, they get Aiden's order and they go, Kane, 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 and we're just like. Yeah, no, it's like we're all waiting, like for someone to walk up to the window, like. Is that? And then, and then they, I gave the name Kane, and they were reading it as Kane. How I gave the name Martinez. Like no one was coming up, and I'm like, wait a minute, Kane, that's me. Yeah, no, no, no. They they described it as like. (laughs) They described the order there, and then the dude behind him, I guess they were just hungry or whatever, was like. Did you not hear your name, dude? And I said, his name's Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus And everyone Christ. in the area starts laughing. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What was it? Um, but, yeah, no. Back to Plague Tale. No, just to finish that, we're playing this game oh. called Recreation. And wreck, wreck <laughs> as in, like, when you wreck your car. Yeah, like, and yeah. Wreck- like recreation. Uh, what is it? Like, uh, Asphalt. It's, like, like into Asphalt, um, that, that series where it's just, like, you crash into other cars and it's a big explosion. Anyways. I Almost like over, a burnout paradise. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I went over, I got in line, played a little bit, um, like walked up, was playing, and I Aiden came over, played next to me, and I left, Aiden moved over to my spot, and, and the two of us, in. Oh, yeah, uh, some dude moved into your spot, yeah. and then freaking David and I came over to like investigate oh. and go, oh, what's this? Oh my goodness. And then we promptly left because there was other things that, that like caught our eye. Yeah, you came back to like hyper or something like that. Uh, it was Azorius, I believe. Yeah. Um. And I I walk around the corner after like kind of looking around the booth a little bit, and I see Aiden pressing a controller on the dude next to him, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like at my first glance was like, holy crap, this guy like uh, maybe the dude asked like, how do I do something and it was like oh you just boost like hold a and promptly like legitimately right after he does this he looks up for a second drops the controller and like fast paced walks out of the booth and i was like where are you going i I follow him and he looks at me and goes ethan we need to leave and i was like what and he goes i swear to god i just thought that guy was latent and so i just held a on the dude's controller to help him and i was like this motherfucker comes up to me and tells me this story right after and I started dying. I it was, was like, oh so my bad. god. Oh my god, I didn't know it was, it was that so bad. bad. It was freaking I thought hilarious. he went over and like hit a bumper or something like no. that. No, no. He held on that. three seconds of my oh finger my on that guy's AK. And then he he looked up. That story up, is worse I looked than at, the like, French thing. He, he, <laughs> the French thing was quick. He froze. Cool. <laughs> he, he, he froze, this then guy. looked up, and I froze, and then looked up, realizing it is not Leighton, and then I'm just like, <laughs> nothing happened, nothing happened. so bad. Oh my god. And like, I mean, we got sidetracked, but yeah, no, that story was like, it, because another reason why I didn't really say it, because it was very quick, and I just got really embarrassed fast, and yeah. then she, uh, again, she was really, really incredible, she just immediately started like, showing me things and like uh, posters on the booth and she just gave them to me. I don't know if you can see them that well here. David, do you but... want to hold them up to the camera? David? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Just, just show this one. I mean, the other ones are cool too. Okay, um, just for <clears throat> reference, these photos are were free, right? Yeah. They were, they were like these little bundles that were on the thing. She's like, hey, take one of these. Um, and <laughs> showing them off. Um, but so, yeah, this, uh, she's talking to me about this and I was like, 
oh, cool, like, um, you guys do a playtale. Like, I I love this game. It's uh, one, probably one of my favorite games that I played last year. She's like, oh, really? Like, uh, do you like pins? Like, here, take a free one. And I took one of the ones that was on the desk. Um, and she's like, if you really like pins, like, here's a set uh, that were, like, all of these things are on sale, and it's, like, this thing. And um, they had, like, these limited edition playtale pins. And as we're talking, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'll definitely buy that. They were on sale, so I, I purchased She's like, if you want to check out some other things, go around this corner here. And they had this glass display oh, that went dude. all the way down. It was so sick. With... He, he brought us back there oh afterwards God. to show us because he was so impressed. And I wonder if it was awesome. I think we had that on stream, so I might be able to point pop it out. a video yeah. in here. Um, but it was like, oh, God, yeah, it was the, so cool. Like the glass display case had like a bunch of like just Plague Tale merch and stuff. And, um, and Warhammer and stuff. Yeah, like and just Warhammer. other games that they had. One of, the th cool. one of the things they had was this, like, metal statue of... Um, the two main characters of yeah, the game. Yeah, like, two main... Hugo and... I don't... What's her name? Al 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 Alania? Or Al Alania? 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 Yeah, something like Alana? that. Alana? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, wait, I'm just gonna... Why did I... A... Alania. Arnold. Uh, it's like... Amicia. Amicia. Amicia, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so She's, Amicia. Hugo says it was, that all the time. It was why. Amicia yeah. and Hugo, like, like, like next to each other, like, uh, shying away from this horde of rats coming yeah. up the side. It was which is like the sick. the the um, gameplay of that. Yeah, it, it, it's like the whole thing. It was so but. cool, and I was like, I'm watching these, and I come back, and later I was able to show them, but like. It blew my mind when I was seeing them because they had yeah. another one and both of these were worth, like, <laughs> the like dude working much. was oh like, you're lucky yeah. that these sold out because they're too much money. And, like, the other one that hadn't sold out yet was, like, 189 Yeah, and, and like, the, the metal one was more than that. It was probably, like, 500 like, Yeah, it was honestly. a lot. Crazy. It was sick, though. It was, it was a really cool booth. And um, I really enjoyed that you showed yeah. us that. But um, I think, so yeah, Focus Entertaining. Uh, entertainment was really cool. And yeah. um, that, that was pretty much the baseline for, like, a lot of the, the video game games and the yeah, video yeah. game stuff. Um, but moving on from that, there were a couple of notable, like, just shops in general around the area. We talked about the one that was um, selling, like, the Hades mat and the Nico plush. And um, but there were a couple of others, like for example, the uh, the MTG shops, like all the magic yeah, shops that were around there. We shops. I mean, frequented those magic shops <laughs> too frequently. I mean, I think there were two big takeaways for me, at least, for the magic shops. The number one was that I was able to sell two hundred dollars worth of cards, and then the other things were like I got a um, I got a new deck to play with. It was yeah. from the for, uh, Warhammer. Sets. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I got a few cards which I've been looking for for a long time. Elvis and Champion. Then, oh my god. Yeah, the final one that just like blew me away. The fact. Okay. Was the Japanese box. Yeah, all four of us. Thirty-five bucks. This one lady was selling. Um, Thirty. What? Sorry. I just my entire, thirty-five. Yeah. No. Thirty-five bucks. My bad. But um, this one lady was right selling now. these boxes that she like. She was telling a story. She's like, these have been in my locker since like twenty twelve. Um, I haven't touched them. And, uh, I just need to sell them. First off, Japanese cards don't necessarily sell very well in the U.S. market just because it's in Japanese, and mm -hmm. you know people like to be able to read the cards, and which completely we can, makes sense, and it makes sense. But as but if you're a weeb, we're all fucking nerds. We all get we, we all get interesting over mm -hmm. it. We all had a it was a really good deal, um, and so it was thirty five bucks for this big old um, Innistrad 
Japanese set, and all four of us bought Which one. Which is really sick, and I didn't expect the packs that were inside of it. Oh, yeah, like, those old, like, like wait, the original like, Innistrad in Japanese packs, amazing. Like, that is ridiculously good. Like, I mean, Ethan's a little... Scat- Ethan got a little gypped, but it's just because he didn't pull anything crazy. I, like, and it's just really the difference in how we all pull and are like like packs and stuff i'm i like i'm indifferent over the japanese packs personally like i i feel like they're not the I'm, they're really cool in certain aspects but they're not my favorite like i'd rather just get probably an english one. Yeah. um or like phyrexian um oh my god phyrexian. but the phyrexian ones are cool. this was like oh no no that's so sick i purchased it and i like my the little voice in my head was like you're purchasing, the, purchasing this because you have thoughts of selling these cards, not because you want any of these cards. Why are you purchasing this, Ethan? And then I still did it. And then again, came back Japanese to the table. cards don't sell that well in the right. market. Like and nobody, was, would, nobody, the nobody, the vendors at the none of the vendors at the booth would take like they, a they would thirteen dollars, which card we were yeah. talking about literally all day. We're like, hey, the, they don't buy, like they didn't buy your Korean card. Did yeah, you? I had like a, I had a Korean uh, Lotus petal that sells for like seventy bucks, which would have been a great thing for me to have. Like you know, walk away thirty five bucks in my pocket. You know, forty five dollars yeah. store credit. Like that'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. That's like a new deck for me. But but mm-hmm. the, none of them would take it. Because they're just like we just can't move the foreign cards, which makes complete sense. So I might just throw that foreign one into one of my decks, like mm-hmm. because every I feel like everyone knows what a lotus petal does if you play Magic. But yeah, but you know who's to say, right? But at the same time, too, like some of the foreign cards are really notable. Like yeah. when I when Layton had a huge pull, I pulled a so I I don't remember what it was called. Probably because it was in Japanese, and Why I had never I, seen a card before. A raging, no, no, not raging bailoff. Why can't I remember the name of the card? Um, it was the green. Uh, I know exactly what it is. It's something behemoth. Um, it was a forty dollar green card. I pulled it, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is really. Co- I, I did not recognize it. At oh, all. crater hoof behemoth. That's and David goes, oh my god, I've been looking for that card forever. Holy shit, I will trade with you right now. And it was, <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, oh my god, I really pulled the forty. It didn't feel like it, obviously, because when I do pull something like that, it's like, holy shit. But it, again, it was a Japanese, so there, there is a thing there. But um, but yeah, he pulled that card, and I mean, like, the value isn't there if you're not going to play the card. But yeah. like, at the same time, I've been looking to play this card in English for, like, the longest time, dude. And I can't, I, I didn't want to buy it online, because it's, like, 40 bucks online, too. And, like, I was like, ah, I'll just, I'll see if it's at the con. Like, see. Because, then you know, then you have some memories attached to it and stuff like that. Yeah. But then the dude fucking pulls it. I ended up giving not, it to him. It's not at a single booth. Like. Yeah, it wasn't at a single one. Japanese or English. And, um, yeah, I just gave it to you. I'm not going to use the card, so it doesn't matter. And he felt bad, so he compensated me with a nice soul ring he bought. But I'm alright with that. <laughs> the soul ring was really pretty too. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's in toxic right now. It's in bruh. <laughs> All of my nice lands and everything I got are in toxic right now. Oh <laughs> so my is Tyrannix Rex. Um, but, but also they like the Japanese all my boxes. Japanese lands into uh, mill. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah all the, the Japanese, Japanese lands. lands. The Japanese lands are sick because they're basic lands. Everybody knows what they do. I should just call and they're in Japanese. They're just sick. Wrath of God. <laughs> no. Please don't. No. Please don't. Please, please it's don't. A, I mean. I I'd call in the deck builder app that I got. I called it "fuck your library." Oh, that's evil! I hate you so much. Yeah, mill sucks. But um, moving on from there, uh, a lot of MTG shops. We had a lot of fun. Um, our friend that came up uh, the day prior on Friday, um, he had a friend of his and that friend's dad. Um, they bought a 
a draft box and we all drafted together. It was really fun. We drafted uh, uh, Firexia will be one, and Great it was time, sick. Man, I pulled yeah. a couple of really nice cards from that one, uh, like a mirror, uh, like a legendary creature, but. Um, it was sick. We had a really good time yeah, with the magic stuff. Yeah, a fantastic time. There was a wide variety of stores for magic. But, but there were a few others that were, like, real standouts, too. Oh, yeah. The... the Yeah, do you, you, I think we're going to talk about the same one here. The Many Worlds Tavern? Or, oh, yeah, yeah. The Many Worlds Tavern. That's that, the one I was going that for. That was awesome. Aiden, you want to take a stab at Many Worlds Tavern? Which one was Many Worlds Tavern? The coffee the one. Coffee one. The, the coffee one. The coffee place? One, yeah. yeah. I'm not into the coffee, but I, the freaking tokens were hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, those were the awesome. The tokens were amazing. I bought an entire pack because I was like, this place, amazing art, amazing atmosphere, amazing goods. The playmats like, were... I, I will I mean, say, though... Yeah, I mean, there's two... They two both now. bought playmats from um, Many Worlds Tavern. Their coffee is incredible. I don't know if I've ever smelled coffee that good before. Like, oh, yeah. outside of, like, a religious... I opened up the dark roast uh, in the room, like, probably ten minutes before the podcast, and he goes, that's the... Holy crap! Wait, I might... Is it okay if I open up right now I so mean, you can smell it? Sure. Because, oh, my... It was... Lord. Actually, I haven't smelled the house blend. I am... The homely blend, right? I haven't opened it yet, the homely house blend. Um, yeah. So it was funny because uh, Ethan bought the dark roast. <laughs> that smells really good. Ethan bought the dark roast um, because we are all coffee. We we like coffee except maybe Aiden. Um, like Ethan I'm mid on coffee, coffee because I it's I like it doesn't do I like um, coffee with uh, yeah I <laughs> like coffee um, with my creamer and not creamer with my coffee. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I'm one of those guys. Accurate. So. Yes, but um. Mm. Ethan bought uh, the dark blend, and um, I'm also a coffee nerd, and so is my like older sister. So we, I bought the homely house blend, and both of us got like a token with both of our purchases, like an MTG token. It was really fun and really sick, and just I don't know, it was a great atmosphere. The tea was excellent. The chamomile was amazing. Okay. Oh my Keep god, the chamomile was awesome. I am a bit of a tea snob. And I wasn't super impressed with their teas, but very impressed with their coffees. Yeah, that was one of the things. I mean, that's valid. Like, you have to. I we should have checked out more of the tea. I feel. Like. I I, yeah, I agree. Should've. No, I totally agree. But like I, the teas I checked out, I was like, eh. yeah. It also could be. It totally could be preference because chamomile is one of those ones that I was like, nah, I've had better chamomile before. Yeah. yeah. But it's also easier to come by really high quality chamomile. Yeah. But like, yeah, I could have checked out some of their like. A jasmine or something, which is really hard to get at high. Really good. Yeah, it's hard to get jasmine at really high quality, and it, I, from what I heard from Aiden, that shit apparently was amazing. Yeah. So, but speaking of tea, there is another notable shop, D and D Tea. I wasn't as into this because, like, I, I wasn't had, as into it. Either. I had just heard about it, and then we like went over there yeah. and talked about it. I think it was like it was more of like a oh that's cool, and we walked through it thing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It was a notable. Yeah, it was notable. It wasn't something um, I de- like. Not to say that it's not a good shop. I 100% bet that like I'd enjoy their tea if I tried it. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. But it wasn't something that like because we had purchased from Many Worlds. Uh, it was like a oh, this is really cool. But you know, we already got our. We just kind of walked through, took yeah. a look. They did have a lot of cool blends. Like uh, it was like Elf Made or something like that. It's just like a play on D and D. Yeah, they are. D&D yeah, made. it's a it's a play but, on D and D type. Um, that kind of stuff is so cool. Like, I bought it because I'm planning on getting a, um, a coffee grinder, at least the many worlds, and, like, grinding up coffee, and then we can all play yeah. sa- on Saturdays and just have coffee at the table. Oh, like, my that's God. Really oh, my cool. God. That would be so sick. Oh, okay. So, well, first off, this kind of leads into a conversation about how 
we don't really we don't I don't want to go on this tangent, so I won't. I'm just gonna mention it for a moment. Is how the market now for like D and D stuff is starting to turn towards the food aspect of D and D, and getting into like um like kind of drinking coffee mm-hmm. with D and D and magic, mm-hmm. drinking tea with D and D and magic, and like I'm seeing uh, like I saw that at PAX, and it was it was really cool to see. And I mean, as one who is a avid food enjoyer. Um, I was. I'm a big food guy. I'm a big food I, I, man. I have it at least like three times a day. Like, <laughs> at least once, right? I, I got I got at least one big meal a day. But it like. it was interesting to see that they had um started expanding. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It was interesting they started expanding that. But um, moving on from there, we uh went and got like D and D dice um from the one shop. Oh wait, yeah. Do you want to talk about that really quick? That oh, we... I want Eden to talk about that. Ooh, Hokai. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, if, no, they won't be able to see it. But um, we, they both bought um, like mystery, mystery dice. Yeah. yeah, it was David and, and I at the shop, which was really cool. And uh, I have it again on stream. And I remember on stream you guys standing there and like doing stuff, and me being like, "Oh, we're waiting for David and uh, Layton to do something." And like I didn't ever ask you guys what you got. And then later you guys pulled out your. The, the dice, the mystery dice. We both bought uh, a set of metal mystery dice. We ended up trading the two that we got. I mean, I, I still personally think it's the... Like, we both were very happy with it. Oh, we were both yeah, very like, happy with it. Like, um, we got... We bought a set of mystery metal dice for like 20 bucks, which was a pretty good deal because... I mean, for metal dice? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It was it was, it was awesome. Um, and then, yeah. So we traded... Like, I, I originally got a... A uh, set of like, um, like lime yellow with a lime green, like set of like metal circular soccer, dice. like circularish, like soccer Which ball is dice. Really, it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the D twenty is a soccer ball. It literally is, and it it really stood out to me because I've never seen dice played like that mm-hmm. before. And it I'm, rolls well. I'm very into like unique things, like th- when it comes to that. I mean, I feel that's pretty obvious from what I like, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but then. Uh, I got these really cool. It was kind of like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, a, it wasn't a matte finish. It was like a gloss finish. It was a gloss, yeah. Yeah, a gloss finish of like, imagine like a 1960s red car. With like, like red and black. Red and black. Oof, like, yeah. it, it's like shiny and cool stuff. It, it looks awesome. amazing. I gotta look in more because I only saw like, in like plastic. I gotta you know, out of the plastic, it has, it has like beautiful. the sheen to it. Oh. The dice are so sexy. The dice themselves, but I already have ones that are by the same company, and they change colors. So I'm like, ah, I don't want like identical dice that yeah. are like mm-hmm. the same dice. So I got these like I got the the circular kind of rolly ones, yeah. and they roll we amazing. Traded. It was yeah, sick. it was a great trade. But these two guys came up, and they both got bangers <laughs> of dice. Oh too, yeah, dude. I got like uh, so basically, me and Aiden got almost the exact same dice, but um, his Bullshit. is pure metal. And then mine has gems on the inside of it, um, but it is of the same kind of frame. Um, but it is like we they pull she pulled them out and I opened them up and went holy cow and I like dumped them into my hand. And I think the light made them like purple or something oh, like yeah. that. But uh, now that we've looked at it, in, it's like, like a blue. Um, it's like a blue like turquoise and it's almost like, like oh. if I was to compare it to anything, it would be like the ethereum like color, like the teal mm-hmm. look, but like gemmy. From like Skyrim, it was sick. Why is that funny? Because oh yeah, because because my character secret secrets, but you know. um. Anyway, uh, (laughs) D and D secret. Yes, it is D and D secret. But yeah, so there there were a couple of things. There there were a lot of interesting shops there at Pax that we all had really a lot of fun with, and then um, some 
moving past just shops, going into like companies and stuff. Obviously, we have a podcast. So we wanted to network a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we, we did so with like those indie game companies. It was awesome. We talked to them. We were like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And um, like we talked to them and hit them up. And then um, this, this motherfucker. I mean, I, I kind of, you know, I, I tried to network a little bit with HyperX. Like the dude was interested mm-hmm. in hearing about us. I, and he was just like, yeah, we'll actually give you guys a listen to. It was if funny. we like your content, we might send you some free stuff. Like, and, you know, like it could have just been, you know, uh, courtesy. Yeah, it it could have been common, common it courtesy. It just been like, um, what, what is the mouth, mouth something or other, but like, uh, there's like a phrase for that. Yeah. It, it totally, it totally could have been that. And just to make, you know, smaller creators feel good. Yeah. They're never actually going to do anything. Yeah. But like at the same time, the prospect of having like a really big person behind us would be really neat. Yeah. It was, it was just funny. Like how we were all like kind of networking really and talking cool to people. Yeah. No, people. they were all nice. They were all great people. Yeah, Th- yeah. That's one thing that kind of annoys me with that. Uh, the whole Xbox and Sony pulling out of packs is that, it's not just Xbox and Sony as the company. It's the people within the company mm-hmm. talking to the people in the community, like individuals talking to each other. And that's the coolest part of it is like I'm talking with these people. I'm speaking with them. Yeah, they work at this company, but they themselves right. are just a normal dude, like normal person playing games and like enjoying themselves as well. I think like it's when it goes to, I mean, you hear the big three names of Nintendo um sony, sony and, xbox. and xbox and it's like sony and xbox they have their own showcases now yeah which is like we get that but it's also like you come to pax like you're meeting a group of people that get to play this new game whatever um but it, it comes down to like HyperX, which is like they rely on the customer which in in the end like xbox does as well yeah but like HyperX relies on getting that conversation in and being like like you should try our product and like being very genuine which is what you're supposed to do as a company yeah uh, i have and a... i just think that i it lacked with the other like the big names yeah but it worked really well with like nordic and, and you know, nordic did a great job. Too, i mean like the dude who i talked to was the main designer for their keyboards like <laughs> that stuff's okay <laughs> this is not something that you mentioned to us david <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry we're, we're coming but, up with new details but as, every, it's as, the, as the conversations go on what the hell but like legitimately that's who he was and it was really cool that I got to talk to him because he asked me certain questions he's just like and he's just like oh yeah do you know anything about keyboards like here enter this raffle thing I'm like yeah I, I do know a little bit about keyboards I yeah it's, it's funny how just prior to this you have been like scavenging for your your keyboard over there and doing a ton of research on different kind of keyboard types oh yeah I this is how it goes I get hyper focused on one thing and focus on it and you know so I knew a lot about keyboards that I was able to like talk to him about. And she's like, oh, yeah, I am the lead keyboard creator here. And he's just like, so what type of switches do you use? Like, what's your brand? And I'm like, well, linear switches. I'm using Gateron uh, Geckos right now. They're, they're silent linear switches because I live in a dorm room and I try to be quieter. None of these um, words make sense to me. <laughs> basically, all it means is they have no, no click and no feel um, when they slide. So... And, I mean, if you want to get into it more, they have a high actuation point of 65, but, like... um, (laughs) This motherfucker! Every time! But, 
I talked to him about that, and he was, like, legitimately, like, fully interested, which is just really, really cool. Like, I just love it. Yeah. No, but, like, that personability thing was yeah, there, yeah, and yeah. that's what makes it fun. Like, like with Azorius, too, and even talking to the um, booth people at Azorius. I mean, I think, overall, nice. the biggest takeaway I got, I mean, the, the best experience I had was meeting a Shovel Knight dev, and then, overall, for me, was meeting the indie guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the indie guys was my number one, period. Like, it was super cool to see people who are, like, small time, just like how we're kind of small time, maybe not the same level, like, they're a video game designer, and they're actually designing a video game, and we're just a podcast, but it's cool to see, like, I mean, on the smaller podcast, scale of things. I mean, we're still, like, we're, we're still yeah, trying we, our hardest yeah, there. Yeah. Like, Don't sell a short here. But Don't sell a short here. I mean, we're kind of cool. Like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, no comment. Um, overall, I personally, I think that the indie games were just the cool like it was one of the best parts of the right. whole thing like being able to get there and like talk to the people and like experience that yeah. and, and i i mentioned it before but like my overall would be definitely the the or it's talked about at the beginning like i've been to other paxes and at at front like first glance uh friday end of friday i was like you know that was pretty fun like all the guys that like, gets their first time and at the end of the day i was like ah oh, kind of a bummer though like we didn't get to see these big names blah blah blah. and then right as saturday hit and we got into the groove of saturday it like opened my eyes up to the idea of having a conversation and i feel like in the other aspects like i'm just uh this i'm an attendee i'm going and i'm enjoying packs yeah but i don't have any like focus of like hey let's make a connection and with this podcast like that brings that aspect of like we were looking for people to just have a conversation to and like in the industry of talking about games and stuff, especially with like the developer for Gunrunner, uh, yeah. Alex, like having Amazing. that conversation with him and he just being able to give us the time to talk was like, yeah. it was great. And that is a personal is, overall, like, I loved that takeaway. I mean, now we have a personal connection with the game. And yeah. that, I mean, I, my God, that's how I, you build I a was, game. Honestly. I was there, I started this whole speedrunning thing beat a record ethan and i started leading leaving i get food poisoning go to the bathroom for a total of like 15 20 that minutes that's so funny that though. sucks, like, that so sucks. it's because i drank a starbucks double shot from one of the vending machines there don't do that don't do that don't take anything that might expire from a convention vending machine because you don't know how long it's been there but i got food poisoning and then ended up Going back to Gunrunner because I enjoyed it so much yeah. and I had so bro much investment playing, in this. Bro was playing speed, uh, like the speed running game, and he's just like, "Oh my god, I just can't." And he le- he like he's been playing it for like forty five minutes at this point, and he leaves. No, I left. Didn't realize I had food poisoning. I didn't realize I had food poisoning. <laughs> I, I started like getting a little dizzy, and then I left, and then it hit me in my stomach. I was like, "Oh my god, Ethan, I'm in so much pain." Yeah, he was like, and the worst part about it was like. He was like, I think the stress amplified it of, like, just the timer. And also, that's another thing that we didn't mention. Gunrunner, if you want it to be, can be very casual. It does not have oh, yeah. to be speed it running it doesn't have to or anything if that's yeah, your side. It was like, there was multiple people that walked up, and it was the same how we just approached it. Of, yeah. like, oh, let's get through the levels. And it's very approachable um, and just fun if you would like it to be. But it also brings yeah. that fun aspect of you can beat your time and like get better and stuff like that yeah you don't have um, to be a speedrunner it's a very casual game as well and i really enjoyed that it was very like open for anybody to really play yeah back to the stress though <laughs> i legitimately say to him as he walks out of the bathroom uh he goes i think i'm gonna go back and like try to beat my time and i was like 
Leon, don't you think you just told me that the stress was amb- I don't think that's a good idea. Maybe take a little bit. And he's like, I've already taken a bit. I'm going back. And he I walks had, away. I, 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 I like, had already taken four. I, I, I <sighs> looked up like, uh, brother. My bro. He got it. He got it. I that's looked good. up. Um, uh, check the camera real quick. I looked up um, symptoms and like fun. treatment for like food poisoning. Okay. And it was just like, get water. Uh, like it'll go away that's for good. a bit. Um, and I had popped four Advil. I drank a bunch of water. I'm like, I'm good to go. Back to gun running. <laughs> it was sick. It was a really fun time. I enjoyed yeah, myself. Yeah, you were sick. Literally. But, I mean, in retrospect, all of it was just like a blink. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That stuff was fantastic. I mean, I like wrapping up my overall thoughts. I really do think it was one of the best experiences I ever had with you guys. I'm excited, and that was, I was, dude, all of the stuff that came out, which, which, by the way, side tangent, Nintendo, if you're gonna, like, come out and say, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is not gonna be a PAX East, why the hell would you bring a very awesome statue as the forefront to walking into the the convention? Yeah, the fucking, the one of the biggest, like, displays of, like, like, just an action, like, piece, like, figure for it. The whole convention was sitting right there at the front, and oh it's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and Nintendo said there was nothing there. there it, was not gonna they be literally had a, um, a uh, what was it, a, a person, an important person in Nintendo just came out and was like, hey, we're not showing Legend of Zelda. But like you walk in, and it was the first thing you see, and we were like, oh my god, what if it's here? What if they were lying? The- nothing. No. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> also, nothing. Uh, another thing that we didn't see because we didn't walk over to Square Enix, they had a um, huge statue of um, Ellie and an infected, like oh. Ellie climbing oh, over an infected dang, with stuff. It was like so cool. Um, yeah, and that, missed yeah. that. I was another thing I wanted to mention. But yeah, um, what are your overall thoughts? I I did kind of like go over it, but like I do, uh, ending on where I was. Um, I was worried that there wasn't going to be big things here, and as stuff released of like, hey, Legend of Zelda is not going to be here. Hey, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye are not going to be here because of COVID. Uh, hey, this like big names like uh, Sony and Xbox are not going to be here. I was like, oh, what if it's not as good as I thought it was? And then we got there, and one, it was like the fuel of being there for the first time. But two, like the second day solidified that you guys enjoyed it, and that was what I wanted to take away from because I was like, guys, you got to come to PAX East. Like, it's going to be great. And, like, even the thing of, like, we went out to a restaurant called the Salty Pig. Fantastic. Oh, my but lord. Like, Fantastic pizza. We went back a second time. But also, <laughs> the other thing of, like, that was, like, a big thing about the trip. But then we're going home, and we watched Zathura, and we watched Princess Mononoke in the hotel. And the hotel was just an entire experience. It was just, like... It was excellent. The entire trip was just so great and was definitely a stress reliever, uh, a much-needed stress reliever for, yeah. like, kind of... The school weeks that we've been sucks. doing for school, um, but I don't know. Packs overall, fantastic. Yeah, it was fantastic. Also, well, shout out to all teachers. If you have an assignment that is like really complicated and you know students are gonna need help with, can you like detail what the assignment? Like, <laughs> can Can you just talk about what the ins- assignment actually is? Like that would be really helpful in the future. Agreed. Like, agreed. <laughs> huh, common nursing major. L. kidding, joking. But, um, Aiden, what were your overall thoughts, Pax? It was very fun, and I really enjoyed that I got to go with all of you. Also, I just noted, uh, to put this in, 
Aiden has, he's not, like, not distracted, like, he's not, distra- I mean, he's distracted. I'm sort distracted, of, but, but for a good reason. Yeah, he's, he's got he almost couldn't, like, come to this podcast because he's got a lot of work to do, but he also, we run off the computer that he uses for stream because we originally were over here, uh, and then we kind of moved yeah, we were it so using we could talk to each other. Yeah, using my desktop at first. Uh, we shuffle things around. But, like, <laughs> props to Aiden for help, like, bringing his computer, but also, like, just so viewers and listeners know if Aiden hasn't been speaking in. Uh, is because, because he's, he's focused on, on trying that to get coding this assignment. <laughs> he's focused on his uh, CS assignments right now. Never but. take C. <laughs> People will yeah. know. People I, will know. I'm, <laughs> sucks. But anyways, but, um, my overall thoughts. I pretty much presented it. I enjoyed the whole thing. Like seriously, that was some of the most fun I've had in a long time. And honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I have not known you guys that long. Let's be real. Like. It was this year, no, this school year. Man, you, really this, just was like, I want to learn magic, and then David bought him a deck, and it's been this motherfucker. <laughs> I he, he comes up to me. I'm for the record. I'm gonna. We've just known each other this, for like what seven months, six yeah, months now. This guy comes up to me. He's like, Yeah, yeah. I heard you talking about how you like you've never played magic before, and I, I, I was just wondering if you want to come like learn it. And I'm well, like, yeah. yeah. I peek into his room and I see the manga. We oh, talk about manga oh. for a second. I see he's still learning. I said, Hey, as he's walking down the stairs. Would you be interested in playing magic? And he goes, "Yeah, I've been trying to learn for a while." And thus began. <laughs> yeah, and thus began my goofy ass. But um, literally going and uh, going to PAX and enjoying that whole thing was one of the best experiences I've had in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed it and getting to meet all the devs. I've talked about it a ton of times now, but seriously, like talking to Alex, talking to the Shot One devs, um, talking like playing even the hockey game, although it was a little mid. I personally, I thought it was a little eh. Yeah, I but agree. But I enjoyed it, like, being able to do that with you and being able to go and, like, play... Uh, yeah, having that shared experience Dino. is really important to me. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, so, um, thank you guys. I mean, actually, we're not done yet. We have a little nerdy news to talk about. Surprise, surprise. We got some nerdy news. Just a little. Um, uh, I bum, bum, don't know where Ethan <laughs> went. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can talk about these two. I can talk about these two. Um, but, yeah. Little nerdy news from David. So the biggest intro for the nerdy news, uh, what we are very interested in is the Fortnite uh, Creative Season 2. What it is, and it is in currently a beta, they've released like three or four stages right now, but it's running on the newest patch of Unreal Engine. Ooh. Um, in the game. Like, Damn. they have it so that creators will now be able to use Unreal Engine and put all the stuff from Unreal into Fortnite. So when we played it, it literally looks like a Fortnite character playing in like a fucking like a plug tail. Like Yeah, no, there are some ridiculous crazy. No, you can make just about anything in it. There's someone's already made like Shrek doing the Macarena. Okay, well I would expect that. Well to be that, that, makes, that makes that's a, an that makes that makes sense. Full I mean, on Unity or uh, Unreal animations can be made. No. Like that's actually insane. No, literally it's ridiculous. We were looking through it. It had a cutscene in the game. Like, we, we were playing through the Fortnite thing. It had a cutscene in one of the, like, demo things for the Unreal stuff. What the hell? That's just crazy. Yeah. That's that odd. Just... That blows my mind. Yeah, no, uh, that... One, props to Fortnite and, like, the devs for allowing that in the first place. Allowing oh, yeah, people absolutely. to screw around with the Unreal Engine in the game. Because doing so opens up this whole more, like, bigger creative aspect. Like, to as we are saying, it's... I mean, Fortnite Creative is kind of turning into Roblox. Like, yeah! 
<laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no it's not, not at all. Thing. And also, oh, I see why he went. I this see why man he went to the fucking pizza. This, de- uh, you I cannot suck. believe this guy. You I missed our Fortnite creative talk. This man just. Jerk. This man ordered pizza without us. Dog. But I mean, Side, hold on, I gotta speak about that. <laughs> sit down, sit down, get over here. But I'm out of breath, so hold on. You suck. So during the podcast, because I thought it, we would probably end it before they came, I order. And my phone's right here. And as we're talking about whatever we're talking, because I completely forgot, the phone goes off in a nearby location. Like, it, the thing was uh, probably, like, three towns over. And so I was like, what the hell? And so I couldn't answer, obviously, so I typed in the phone number into Google to search up whose phone this was. And it comes up with, uh, like, a random guy, and then the below one was Domino's. And it was just the word Domino's. And I was like... Shit, that's my order. And so I grab the phone and I walk out. He calls me again. I'm like, I'm on my way down. And I just like book it all the way down, grab my pizza, come back up. <laughs> God, that was so jam. I was in my socks too. I didn't grab anything. Man ordered pizza in the middle of the stream. <sighs> yes. I it's hate you so much. Like, I was hungry, guys. Oh, like, shit. what can you expect from me? I just need hey, some food. <laughs> I was. But okay, well, I, you know what you get to do? You get to talk about our next nerdy news topic. Mandalorian Season 3. For real? Yeah, so, I mean... I mean, I did add this. Um, anyways. Uh, Mandalorian, um... God, I'm out of breath. Maybe we should give you a second. No, um... I mean, it they starts dropped... at the end of, basically... If you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett, it kind of starts, like, right yeah. where that ends off. They, they did the first... I think it's four episodes now... Um, the first three I watched with my friend in his home theater that they just, like, redid. So, surround sound. And they had the, like, the Mando theme, and it was, oh, so Bro, good. who has the money to have a home theater? Like, Schroeder. Schroeder. Not, oh, I'm aware. I know. Not I know. Us. Not us. Um, but so, oh, what was it? The fourth episode came out. Spoiler for people online. I'm gonna give you 15 seconds to leave right now. Uno. Dos. So what type tres. of pizza did you have? <laughs> oh, um, what did I get? Oh God, pepperoni Italian sausage. That's what I got. That's what I got. Of course you did. You didn't Classic. get the sausage um, pig. And okay, um, basically, this new one, uh, Jar Jar Binks, the voice actor for Jar Jar Binks, um, he was ridiculed offline, like the voice actor, because of his role, and he obviously didn't want this. He was pushed to some really dark stuff. Um, and he talked about it for a very long time of his life. And one of the coolest things about this new episode is that they brought him back as a Jedi who dual-wielded two lightsabers and protected Grogu in a flashback. Bro. And it is one of the coolest scenes in this episode where he literally is like, it's just him, and then he, another Jedi falls. He grabs their lightsaber and comes out and just starts attacking clones like dual wield. It's like... A redemption arc that we all wanted. Um, and we that, all needed. Yeah, seriously though. And it was just, oh, so good. I'm so happy they did that. Yeah. But, spoilers aside, it was like, Mando has been pretty hot topic stuff. Yeah, um, it's pretty, it's, it's in, it is basically Game of Thrones part two. <laughs> I'm joking. But like, <laughs> if, as hype wise. I don't know, so am I going to get a Mando South Park episode? <laughs> Probably. Ayo? I'm not kidding you. It's that popular. Maybe. But, but yeah, um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, do we it, have right? yeah? Do we have anything else for some nerdy news, Aiden? I know you're generally the 
the news expert here. Is there anything more? Maybe. I don't got. No, I think. No, well, I mean this episode. Though. Yeah. Also, yeah. do you guys talked about Fortnite creators? Yeah, we right? did. We did. Two points because I showed. I haven't the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There hasn't really been anything on the old TikTok feed recently, so. Well, um, I think that's going to do it. Uh, David, the one thing we did not show off was our magic boxes that we got for PAX. And I will say, though, these things are, kind of sick. are amazing. We got a complimentary uh, patch that came with the box that was just wonderful. You got a patch with the box? Yeah. Yeah. You should have, too. No, I didn't. I'm going to move this over here so it doesn't steal I didn't get any <laughs> They gave it with every purchase. The yeah, was working there. every first purchase gets a but, patch with it. But I didn't get that. It's because you bought two boxes for the Actually, price of, like... if you want my patch, you can take it. I don't think I'm going to use it. Seriously, though. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about this after the stream. But, yeah, regardless, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching us and, uh, like, hearing all about our experience at PAX. It was um, great It was wonderful. Um, if uh, you want to see this episode later or if you want to... Sh- if anybody else is going to like watch it later um yeah. it's going to release next week uh around on saturday um around what time do we normally release like on saturdays 12. like 12, yeah, 12. You'll, you'll find it if you're looking on saturday yeah basically. if you're looking on saturday at like where we uh, post to spotify and youtube music or not youtube music <laughs> whoops spotify youtube um basically Apple music. anywhere you are streaming your podcast you can yeah. find us and we always appreciate any listen any any follow especially follows right now we're really close to hitting that affiliate link on twitch we appreciate all that you guys do um and yeah yeah well we uh really appreciate it guys uh reach out to us we have an email uh, linked in our twitch i believe um, and elsewhere, uh, if you want to reach out to us and give us some feedback, we really love feedback. It's obviously, it's wonderful. Other than followers, it's the Yeah, best it helps thing. us. It really helps us out, and um, we really appreciate you guys watching, and thank you so much. Bye. Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.